Rebecca. How's it going? Oh, it's going really well. Having a great time. Great day. How about you? It has been a phenomenally middling warm day here. We also had an earthquake. What? Yeah, 4.8. It was lovely. We're, I didn't feel it at all. I'm, that I'm up in NorCal, though. Oh, I don't feel the ones that are like two miles away. Earthquakes don't exist, I don't think. Right? <laughs> or do they? They're real. I live on a bedrock, but at work, I work on uh, what I believe is pretty much a whole bunch of pencil shavings. So you feel everything. Uh, everything. Yeah. N- never. Never had. We talk a lot about earthquakes on my podcast, Ghost Town. And you know what? I'm a skeptic. So earthquakes, show yourselves. Why did I say that? No one wants that. No one's begging for an earthquake. Jesus. Middling day is right. <laughs> Seismic denialism is possibly the name <laughs> of my autobiography. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Now, Ghost Town, you all talk about all sorts of things, don't you? We talk about crazy-ass shit all the time. Uh, Twice a week, Wednesday and Friday, we talk about strange history, haunted stuff, true crime, um, you know, uh, esoteric things, even just uh, old brands like Snackwells, for example. We'll talk about anything that has has an interesting bend to it. The snack wells bit was fantastic. <laughs> it got me here and also oh, here. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I also yeah, I ate a lot of snack wells. You should because they're good and good for you. But the episode that killed mm-hmm. me the most was the Jack Parsons episode. Oh yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, that was in a time called the past, one. and. One of the reasons I loved it so Heard much. Heard of it. Yeah. I had friends who are now all dead, of course, who were friends with Jack Parsons. Oh my God. Incredible. What have you learned any information from them? Po- oh I yeah, mean, yeah. Here's the big death, one. Not he was or fucking crazy. I don't know. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> yeah, totally fucking crazy. Oh my God. I love that. <laughs> it's I, I love I love just, uh, we have a lot of people that will hit us up and be like, oh, I have a relationship to something you covered. Here's this, you know, it's and it's nice to feel, yeah, valid. Not, you know, not that I, it was a ton of controversy, but it's nice to hear from a, a source that, you know, I guess secondhand to me, but, or thirdhand, that, that that is true. Love it. Yeah, there's a lot of, a like, I love when I'm listening to a podcast and it's like, hey, that's someone I know. Like there was an episode of last podcast on the left that mentioned a friend of mine who had never told me he dated a serial killer. What? Who? (laughs) I I want more info. (laughs) My friend Dick Geis dated, uh, what was they call her? She was the, well, the Sunset Strip murderer. It was like oh, in the 80s. Man, I gotta I do some research on this. Ooh, it's, a serial killer that I don't know a lot about. I and you do, and you know someone who dated her. I know. This is what's great about having friends Damn. who are seventy. That. You know, I've dated some garbage people. <laughs> <laughs> I need more seven-year-old friends, and I need more six-year-old friends. Like <laughs> your 
sneaky son. <laughs> I want I want more friends of varied ages. That's a goal of mine. It's a solid goal. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. You got time for a story? Hell yeah. Now, have you ever heard of show business? Unfortunately, yeah, I have. I am in it. I have intimate knowledge. <laughs> My favorite LA story of mine, and other than the movie LA story, which is great, but uh, I PA'd on mm -hmm. a shoot with Art Linkletter, who is great. Oh, hell and, yeah. Okay. And so they, they were going to, the producers and everyone who wasn't earning hourly uh, were going to go out to lunch afterwards, but they had a little craft table for us. So there was like a thing of bread, some cold cuts, like mayonnaise, mustard, blah, blah, blah. So we're delayed about two hours. And Art Linkletter, who was at this point, I think about 140, was sitting there sure. and he just like got up, <laughs> started making a sandwich, looks over at me and goes, can I make you a sandwich? Hell yes, Art Linkletter, you can make me a sandwich. <laughs> you never say no. You do not say no to that opportunity. No, no, he was a good guy. Also dead now. Uh, yeah. <sighs> but anyhow, so show business is the hideous bitch goddess of the world. But there's a particular con that happens now that goes way back. Now, you ever heard the expression taken for a ride? Yes. So taken for a ride has three origins, just like Doctor Who. Uh, the first is <laughs> mobsters. Taken for a ride means they're gonna take you outside, shoot you and bury you in New Jersey, which is probably inconvenient for mobsters in New York. Because uh, who wants to go to Jersey? Nobody. Except for Action Park, which I loved. <laughs> yeah, but I want to hear about it from afar. I'm not sure I want to go there. Jason, another story. You don't want to hear it <laughs> 30 feet into the slide before the drop. <laughs> no, before like your neck snaps. Nuh-uh. Uh, so the second version, though, is cab drivers. Because in the old days, most people didn't have cars. There were cab drivers, and they would just take the long route, taking you for a ride. Uh, he said with quotation fingers. Ah. But the third <laughs> one is the interesting one. So what would happen oh, is... I can't wait! <laughs> is you might put a thing in the newspaper saying, I'm selling this Persian rug, this small child, uh, this teacup. And someone would call you and say, <laughs> I am very interested in buying this Persian rug, blah, 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 teacup, whatever. I'll send a car to pick you up and bring you over. Car comes and picks you up. They drive you 20, 30, 40, 50 miles. And they drop you off, but the car waits there for some reason or other. And you knock on the door and the person opens it, having promised to pay for the car. Uh -huh. They open it, they see, no, it's not something I want. And they close the door but they didn't pay for the car. Oh. So the driver is told, tells you if as the mark uh, that you have to pay him to drive you or he won't drive you back. 
Oh, 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 oh. I that. It's a <laughs> like bad that con. But it's interesting that it, it keeps living on. And in the decade called the 2019s, uh, <laughs> it happened again, but in a much different, much bigger way. And I'll tie it all into show business, I promise. I'm, I'm loving this. I still, you know, it's a bad con, but an effective one, too. You know, like a con is a con is a con. Yeah. And I think one of the great things about, about these cons is it's automobile based. Therefore, you can write off your mileage. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love so, that. Showbiz, back to, back to Beatum. <laughs> okay, so. You get it. I do. I've been there vaguely, briefly, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> so a cool story from it. <laughs> hey, all life is, is a whole bunch of sitting around waiting for stories to happen. You know who said that? Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> I mean, great quote though. How do they have the time to come up with, in coming up with that quote, they, are they really waiting, sitting, waiting around for things to happen? Or are they making things happen? Like fun quotes. Mm. Yes. Sure. And that was, a, that was a tepid, that was a good reaction for the, what I just said. That was a <laughs> perfectly appropriate reaction. <laughs> of course it is. Um, and if you didn't say that, I would cut this episode and replace you. And I don't think I won't do it. <laughs> Uh, maybe I should be a producer. <laughs> you should for your yeah, you should for your podcast good. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, so all around the entertainment industry, uh, the entertainment industrial complex, there are a lot of gig workers, of course. People who go from job to job. This might be something you've experienced in your own life. Where you never know where the next Perhaps job, I have. <laughs> the next job's gonna come. Well, what happens here is someone sees that, oh, trolling through LinkedIn or one of these other websites that does things, um, they'll notice, oh, this person just ended their most recent gig. So they'll call, claiming to be a casting director, a producer, an executive, something like that. Sometimes oh. even using big names like Amy Pascal. Whoa. Anyone who has met Amy Pascal will know it is impossible to impersonate Amy Pascal. But people mm -hmm. try. So what they do oh is say, God. great, we're working on a project in Jakarta, Indonesia. Mm -hmm. We'll fly you out there and then we'll talk to you and we'll make the project happen. First off, Indonesia, right? I mean, that's far. That's no Burbank, <laughs> California. I won't even go to the West side, so I'm out. <laughs> My journeys into Burbank usually start and end at Bob's Big Boys. Um, no, yeah. that's not true. With uh, David Lynch? <laughs> Ideally, yes. Actually, I used to hang out at the House of Pies on Vermont. Uh, that I, was love, my, I live very close to there. Love the House of Pies. My favorite place on earth. Uh, Incredible. Because I used to go there with my 90-year-old friends um, and run into the 
filmmaker Kenneth Anger, who is there every day. Hell yeah. Oh my God. I want your LA life. <laughs> Can I trade my LA life for your LA life? Sure. It does come with two kids that's though. The exact response that I was, that, that's the exact <laughs> successful response for that. <laughs> so you're in Jakarta. A car picks you up, probably with one of those signs. And they say, we're going to take you to meet all of the people in the production. So you're on your phone and they say, yep, come on over. And they drive you there. And then suddenly, right as you're about to get there, you get a call. Sorry, I'm busy. I can't do it today. They take you back to the hotel. The driver says, oh, but you need to pay me and they'll reimburse you. Here's a receipt. The next oh, day boy. comes. Same thing. Day after day after day after day. So in, I think it was 2018... He said, not looking at his notes. Um, no, it was 2019. <laughs> they finally started to catch on. One reason they did was because of a full Instagramming of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. A freelance photographer named Carly Rudd basically documented her entire, what she called a kidnapping, um, which it technically is. Mm -hmm. And she had this great video, like an hour long rant. Uh, it was like, the vagina monologues for people who don't know where their next meal is coming from. I mean, that resonates deeply with me. So once all this Instagram happened, a documentarian made a little documentary about it. And all of the information was finally coming out. The feds were finally in on it. And they caught the person who was doing it and went by the name, the Hollywood con queen, Gobind Lal Tahil. And there's actually one of the victims of this actually met with them sometimes, but then they realized that that sort of exposed them a little too much. So they changed it up to just doing it on the phone. Mm -hmm. Well, makes sense. the problem is when you pretend to be someone, they can't see you. So you have to be separated. So one, these criminals at first were dumb. I don't like dumb criminals. <laughs> I like smooth criminals. Uh, yeah, who doesn't, you know? This is like a transcontinental catfish. <laughs> it, it's exactly what it is. And how have I never Man. done a catfish episode? <laughs> he says, They should really, up. I mean, get Neve on this, <laughs> get Neve <laughs> on this case. Neve and Cammy. No, no, you're doing it much better. I. I'm glad that I'm a part of this because this is so fascinating. Well, that, it's funny because I stole all of this from your episode on this that you're doing in the future. <gasps> you don't? No, you didn't. How do you? <laughs> why? Huh? <laughs> I'm mad. <laughs> Sorry about those notes. <laughs> oh. Um. So yeah. So the Hollywood con queen actually got exposed as this dude. In, he was a Canadian, but he or he was an English person of uh, Indonesian descent, I believe, living in Canada. Okay, okay. Which makes it tricky. Yeah. But was pretending to be some of the biggest names in Hollywood, all of them women. Uh, the ones that, like I said, I mentioned Amy Pascal, Deborah Snyder. The mm -hmm. one that I love is Wendy Dang Murdoch. 
if you have wow. ever heard her speak. I don't think, whoa, yeah. What, I mean, yeah, what, what was that like? I really, right now, just want to go out, put my resume out there saying, looking for a temporary gig and just hope it happens. Because <laughs> I really want to go through the experience. Yes, oh my God. And then just not yeah, get on the too. flight. I want to get scammed. So wait, do they, so wait, did he buy the ticket to Indonesia or do you have to buy the ticket to Indonesia? That's the thing. He bought the ticket to Indonesia. <laughs> so how many days do you have to like pay for your own ride before it recoup, like he recoups his cost and then makes money off of the scam? Now that's the interesting point. And the other side of this is, it is not particularly expensive to fly to Indonesia, but also since he's probably going back and forth okay. so much, he's probably got the mad airline miles. But neither that. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, because I think, I think honestly, and honestly, the uh, the criminal uh, plan for the uh, frequent flyer miles is actually really valuable. You get you get four percent on all thefts. So. What? No one told me that. <laughs> you know, really, it's in the finest print. Oh, I don't read that shit. I barely <laughs> read the unfine print. I barely read the bold. I'm not sure if print exists. I don't believe in it. <laughs> there we go. Yes. But yeah, so they caught the guy, and he is currently about to go to trial. Uh, one of the fun things is that... Uh, there's an episode of Nightline all about it from April. The HBO Now documentary Generation Hustle features it as the first episode of the series. And if you haven't uh -huh. seen uh, Generation Hustle, you're just like me because I don't watch TV. <laughs> okay. I, don't. I was ready for an endorsement, but I like what I heard better. <laughs> I, I watch enough documentaries in real life. Uh, <laughs> But it's funny that, you know, it's a classic con brought to the modern age that is really enabled by the fact that California hates employees. Very true. Very true. I mean, the real grift is the California entertainment market, right? I assumed it was better in NorCal. No, actually, I hear the worst is New York is terrible. Uh but I hear the worst yeah. is Chicago. Uh, largely because really? in Chicago, yeah, Chicago's community is is fairly large considering you know its location, not in either of the valid parts of the country. Um, but <laughs> its community is very insular. It's very protected, and it's very cheap very cheap oh really so they all just want to underpay each other collectively they all agreed upon that yeah it's sort of a gentleman's agreement like uh you know what we're not gonna pay each other anything so we can all die in poverty done it's it's like a hair shirt i hate that <laughs> i hate it <laughs> Oh, but yeah I, so, okay you know listen as you probably know from the podcast i'm a proud and westerner but i do not endorse that 
I think people should be overpaid and underworked. I'll say it here first. I forgot you were from Wisconsin. And last? <laughs> no, fuck Chicago. <laughs> uh, one, of my, one of my favorite things about Ghost Town is the fact that it is the most LA podcast there is. That's not hosted by Colleen Longworth. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it feels like a Jersey podcast and a Midwest podcast. And somehow it all comes to LA, which is the synthesis of the concept of Los Angeles. <laughs> I know. It's very true. You you put it very well. I think we, we both love LA so much as people who are not from LA and that relationship is very complicated and fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's like me and cheese right now. You know, you I'm a crying on the inside type of clown. Oh yeah, not me. I'll cry <laughs> on the outside any day. Drop of a hat. You show me something ASPCA related. I don't know. Even something from, you know, Nike. I. Uh, it's just like I'll cry all the time. Maybe that's just where I am in my life. Anyway, that's neither here nor there, and it's not about you. I want you to know that. <laughs> There's nothing else that could be said. <laughs>